Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's a cat over here. There's a cat, There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to the Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today our guests are a little bit different. They recently finished a successful run of a sold-out off-Broadway show called The Wizard of Friendship. They are now releasing an original cast recording of Lou Berger, The Wizard of Friendship, which will be available on June 23rd. Anywhere you listen to comedy uh, albums, music, you'll be able to find it everywhere. So welcome the members of Lou Berger, Huey Stonefish, Keith Habersberger, and Alex Lewis, and thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having, here. having us. Excited to have you. I, um, you know, I, this is a cats based podcast, so I want to get to your album, but I got to at least start with a little bit of your familiarity and history with cats. And Alex, I know you have some, but I'm curious to hear for all three of you. How much about cats do you know? What's your experience? Have you seen the show? Have you seen the 2019 movie? Like, where are we in the cats world? I actually, I'll just jump right in here. Yeah. Cause we know Alex obviously knows everything, but actually, um, I'm, fairly well versed in the cat verse um the album of course i i would know more or less front to back and then i've seen lots of different iterations of it of course all the movies and i've tried to watch the bootlegs and the twitter things the youtube so i'm coming into this conversation feeling pretty prepared great i have i have two cats (laughs) and I am familiar with the songs and generally the plot, but I've actually never seen a production of Cats on stage. And I, um, my my wife refused to watch the Cats movie with me, and uh, everyone else saw it. And a lot of people didn't want to watch it again, and I I couldn't go it alone. So I actually haven't seen it, but I, I it's I want to. I just would need a friend. Got it. All right. I feel guilty now. Yeah. Listen, I don't know cats at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with this musical pretty much in any regard. I had a cat. She died tragically. It, it's a lot. You know, the whole cat thing. Now I got to watch a whole musical and they're all cats up there. And one of them is going to be a fucking prince. Uh, we'll see how this podcast goes for us. Uh, okay. Alex Lewis here. Um, Cats was my favorite musical growing up when I was a kid. I saw it was one of the first shows I ever I think it was the first show I saw on Broadway. Um, my mom tried to get me to go sit on old Deuteronomy's lap during intermission because he stayed on stage. I uh, had the VHS tape of the pro shot when I was a kid, watched it front to back till the thing broke. Um, I uh have seen it several times uh since then on both on broadway and on tour i love cats um i was mr mistopheles like i said for uh, i think three halloweens and one halloween the biggest heartbreak was that i spilled milk all over the sparkles and uh it, it was never the same and um i saw the movie when my wife dragged me to it um uh, and that i didn't want to see the movie because it didn't Look to me like they had put the care and um, love into that movie that I thought it deserved. And I was right. They didn't. It was made by a bunch of people that don't give a shit about cats, if you ask me. And um, mm. I think it could have mm. been. Um, I think you could maybe make a great movie. That's, but we already mm-hmm. have a great movie. That's, and it's the 90s mm-hmm. pro shot. And that's what they mm-hmm. should. Just put that out again. We're making another pro shot. I don't care. There you go. But, uh, yep. Anyway. 
Uh, don't hold back, fan. Oh, there I you go. I'm ha- this is the podcast for me. Yeah. I, it is. Like, so, how old were you when I you went the first love time? Cats. I must have been like four. Okay, four. So, all of the craziness of the plot went over your head. Oh yeah, I mean, the first time I really even recognized that there was a plot, I was probably like fifteen when I said, "When I, it was when I saw it at the Pantages," um, because you know, when I was a kid, just watching it back and forth, I just was excited about the songs because I thought they were so amazing and. Right. Um, and like the only thing I really knew when I was a kid was, oh, Mr. Mistopheles is like the big savior cat. <laughs> and that's he's like the star of the show to me. So that's um, that's that's I that love it. About all I knew then I, when I when for, I went for me, contagious, please. Oh, if you don't mind, Alec, I was just going to say, speaking of our mm-hmm. sort of childhood memories, it was like the first time I saw Bombalarina up there because the whole time i'd been seeing bombalarina and i'd been thinking about mungo jerry because i knew the song so well so to see that with um rumple teaser finally just coming in at the end there with the big song for me it was really a, a special experience what was that song again Huey? the song that um rumple teaser sings yeah i forget what it can you just sing a little bit of it yeah of course bro um Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. Mungo Jerry and Rumble. We've done this one. <laughs> Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. Hey. La la la. Something like, yeah, something like that. Was that. That, we, that is, there is, they do sing that. Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. We're notorious cats. But there's a controversy there. Because there's two versions of that song. Mm-hmm. One that I think is terrible and one that I think is amazing. Oh, which one is which one are you on? Because the new movie did the did one and the productions I've seen have done the other. And I yep. it's a mixed crowd. Mm. The, new, the movie did the shit version in okay. my opinion. I agree. I agree. So mm. that's why I was I just want to make sure I think it's mm. a British version and it's I think it's definitely mm. way worse. Ugh, awful. So Keith, how would you explain the plot of Cats to someone who's going to see it for the first time? <laughs> you got it. Um, there's all these cats. First of all, there's all these cats. And there's always there's a time where one of the cats gets to be chosen to die. Uh, but through death, they maybe live on forever or something. And they're all just sort of trying to figure out who gets to die. And um, they're not sure. And they have to work it out through song and dance. And then finally, one of them dies. Right. It's pretty right? pretty close. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, right? it's that's like, yeah. what I love about it is that you all know. They become the Jellicle Cat. Yeah. You all know more than I did when I saw it the first time. I walked in and knew nothing. I didn't Thank even you. know memory was in the Dude, show. The spaceship comes down at the beginning of the show. Right. Yeah. There's, oh, yeah. There's aliens or something. I went for the rebuttal. Yeah, and they're all crazy. The- Roller skating. They that's Starlight Express. They have to they have to make the Jellicle choice. They have to the Jellicle cats have to make the Jellicle choice and decide which cat gets to be reborn. So Keith, you were kind of right. Right. Yeah. I saw right. and then nine of them go on a journey, all of their different skills to bring the Jellicle cat to Mordor. Right. Pretty much. They, yeah. Exactly. Toss Destroy one of the it. Cats. Into the flames. I, yeah. I saw to become the Jellicle choice. Yeah, I saw Leona Lewis. So I just thought I saw an X Factor on drugs the first time I saw it, with with death being the the win. Like that's what you win is the surprise. Like then at the end, you don't get a million dollars or an album. You get to go to the heavy side layer, which I didn't know what that was. But so you you all like clearly are familiar with the show. You've done Mungo Jerry Rebel Teaser. I know in your um the I know the words I don't. You've done Memory, right? You've done that kind of per yes memory and and how did you like were you keith are you at all familiar like, you obviously know the the tune like memory was the one the only song i knew when i saw the show the first time like how, did you know some of it but just not clearly the words yeah and i so most of like the broadway songs that like people know you know because some of them have made their way into pop culture i know like the first verse or the first chorus yeah like most people do, but I don't know anything beyond that. So like, I know memory all alone in the moonlight, 
and that's it. That's it. I know the the part that gets quoted when there's like a compilation CD in the '90s, and they're sort of telling you the songs that'll be on it, and they play about ten seconds of a song. I know that much of a Broadway song that I might know, and I often know how they go musically. I can remember, you know, mm-hmm. melody, and and I can guess harmony pretty easily. A lot of them follow a lot of similar tropes, even if they're especially when their musicals written by the same person, right? They have some similar. Yeah musical genre is to themselves but um yeah every, every time we do those things also one of the reasons i know them is huey is learning how to play it in about 60 <laughs> seconds while alex plays it for him in his ear and also sort of hits huey establish the rhythm and goes da 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 and i'm like, <laughs> like what are you guys doing and they just do it and i'm like okay let's go for it and uh we used to try to format this and keep it quiet from Keith. We used to try to like do it all whispery to each other and then we're like, hey, it's too much. It's too much. Just keep, just go on your phone. Like, try yeah. to not pay. Then now it's like, well, maybe we should all just take a second to learn a melody. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, just learning the melody is the most important part. Otherwise, I really derail things. Well, I want to I want to play a version of this game, but we don't have the musical instruments. But I know that Hugh and Alex and I know the characters. Keith, I don't think you probably know as well. So what I'm thinking we do is I want to list off a character name and I want to have you describe them as their cat form, oh, yeah. and then we will decide how close he is to their actual character background. And the best this part about this is that there isn't consensus in a lot of this in the fandom, the cat's fandom. <laughs> so there's a lot of ways you can go where there's going to be a group that's going to be like, that's definitely not at all right. There's a group that might be like, oh, I could see that. So are you, are you up to play this game? I'm so into playing guess the cat. All right. So let's start with with Alex's potential grandfather that he almost sat on stage with, with Old Deuteronomy. Old Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, uh, he's a gray cat. Um, He's uh, known for his incredibly long hair. And he's sort of the sage, right? He's like all the cat. He knows the deal. All the cats, if they didn't know how to be jellicle, they would go to him and be like, what's going to happen? Am I going to be reborn? Do you think I have what it takes? Uh, and he, he's probably the least dancing of the cats, but he can bust a move. Love it. Alex Huey, how right? How, how do you feel about that? I mean, where are I we could, going by instead of better myself? Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, give him, give him a, a percentage uh, grade. 100% to me. 100 out of 100. I'll give him, 50, I'll give him like 50%. 50? That's a 75 average. Yeah. That's, a, That's a C. Okay. Let's go with the Rum Tum Tugger. Rumtum Tugger, uh, obviously the funniest, uh, one of the funnier names. Um, definitely, he's the horny one. Um, so horny, uh, always trying to fuck all the other cats. Effectively does fuck one of the cats. And uh, is a cat himself. And he is sort of black and white. Who, who do you think he's fucking? Wow. Uh, um, the one who sings memory okay <laughs> that's the phantom yeah, yeah. phantom <laughs> all right what's our scoring here on this one uh to me i, I gotta i gotta i gotta take uh half a point off um because it felt like you know just something about i just want you to be confident with your answer so i'm gonna give you 99.5 percent sure, for that sure, one. but other you. than that all the information was was correct i'd have to say right Honestly, if you had stopped at he wants to fuck all the other cats, you would have like gotten a hundred percent from me. But everything wow. else, including him wanting to fuck Grizabella, I'm sorry, but no. He does he not doesn't want, want to. Fuck to? No, I don't think so. And he does and he doesn't. Oh, I don't, you don't, I don't think. think so. I don't well he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't. He doesn't. Well, I'm if gonna, she I'm gonna presented get, what about no, what about before she went to the dark side? You know, pre when she was the glamour cat. You think he would have been in? Well, There's a whole dark side. The glamour cats. When when she was the glamour cat, right, this is a different. You know, this I I don't even think he was alive though for that. He's Fair. young. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that he wouldn't fuck Grizabella. And I, 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 maybe I guess maybe in her prime, but we're talking within the scope of the show. It's just not happening. And uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, Keith. I can only give you about thirty percent for that. 
Oh, wow. I was waiting Dang. for you to wow. say Then you know what? I'm going to retroactively give you 105%. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I thought you were about to say Mustafa's <laughs> because there is a big, big contingency that think those two are together. Grizabella, mm, no, who, Rum Tum Tugger, Tugger and Tugger, uh, Oh, Rum Tum yeah. Tugger. Oh, Mustafa. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Mr. Mustafa's. Yeah. That's who I nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, what you about Bombay Arena and Demeter? Because they sing a song together. Right. Yeah, it's weird because. How much should we talk about incest on this show? <laughs> I mean, they're cats. They're clearly <laughs> from the same litter, but they're also romantically involved. Right. Uh, and they, you know, and that, that makes us all feel weird, but at the same time, it's fiction. They're cats. And no one's really talking about that. And no one's really talking community. about that. They, I remember, one of the things I remember most about them is how much they love spaghetti in the show. Uh-huh. How much spaghetti they uh-huh. eat. Uh-huh. Now it's uh-huh. From a garbage can, but yep. Um, yep. a rose is a rose by any other name kind of thing. It's still spaghetti. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And it's just not talked about enough uh, here. So I'm glad we're, t- I'm glad you're doing that. So you got him at 110. Honestly, for this one, um, I'm going to have to go 120 just because I feel like what more could, could I possibly <laughs> do? Alex um, ready. Do, do you think, De- do you think Demeter is a man today? Is a male cat? Uh, did I say that? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking if that's what you think. Um, nope. Actually, I think the, both of them were sisters. Okay. Mm. Which is you why like you... they, you know, the incest thing gets to be dodged, right? Because they can't procreate. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Okay. Well, uh... I don't believe you. I think you the from the same litter. It's it's not that I don't know. I I, know. I, 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 you know, it's it's the fact that the show itself dares to deal with those themes that I have to bring it up. Of course, of course, I wouldn't ever bring this up on my own accord. But I know, of course, one of the underlying themes in cats. And I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber. That's part of what you get with him from the Phantom of the Opera to Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat to Evita, School of Rock, Sunset Boulevard. What happened? Bad Cinderella. You're getting cutting edge. Bad Cinderella. I mean, he's taking swings. And, and you know, we take swings too. And and you don't knock them all out of the park, but maybe if you're lucky, you get a bunt. <laughs> yep. Uh, is Cats a bunt? That's I'm, not for okay. me to say. Not for me to say. All right. I'm going to give Keith 20% on that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> Keith, do you know the song they sing? So it's firm, but. Uh, no, okay. I sure don't. It's is it not um, romantic at all? It's no. very sexual, mm. but they're singing about the villain, and there's yeah. potential they're that one was abused by exactly, and that one might have been abused by. Could that. one in, interpret that song as them wanting to have a three way with the villain? For sure, you know, maybe would that well, not perhaps then yes, yeah, yeah, have a theme, yes. For sure. Yes. I, I'm, yeah, but we, so. we didn't write it. <laughs> All right. They're I'm, not from the same litter, though. <laughs> the debate oh, of sisters or friends <laughs> is definitely hotly contested. And I okay. sparked that on social media the other day. And what was interesting is everyone who'd been in the cast all said friends. And a lot of the fans said sisters. So it's, okay. it is a, there's no answer what? there. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. What about Skimble Shanks? Skimbo Shanks, the railway cat. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've I've heard that phrase yeah. from Zach. Are you Korn looking Dull. that up online? No, no. I I wish I could show you my screen. I can't. Um, <laughs> no, no. I uh, hands are here. No, I know that from Zach Kornfeld, who's one of the other Char guys. Loves the Cats movie, um, and he has mentioned Skimbo Shanks, the railway cat, more than once. So I'm just going to leave it there because I know I aced it. Yeah. All right, I'll give you 100%. I'll give you 100% on that. Just because, Bam. you know. He's a railway cat. Bam. Okay. Yes. We're going to do two more. We're going to do two more because I, I think oh, you got to do... Mis- I got wow, think I do a lot of characters I mean, there's show. 30-ish of them if you want to go to all of the... Like, Dang, oh that's so God, many cats. And all the other ones. Almost as many characters as, as in six. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the, the, the rats too, right? Yeah, there there are. Uh, that was... Well, let's go to that one then. We'll go to Jenny Any Dots. What? They're a rat. <laughs> and 
They're played <laughs> by James Corden. Doesn't he play he, one of the he, rats? He plays Buster for Jones. Or, no, he plays a big cat. That hold on, hold on. Around with some Keith, rats. there are no there are no rat characters. There is a cat that hangs out with rats. Oh. But we don't see the rats. You do Not for really. like kind of in the tap number they come out. And, but it's it's cats kind of portraying it as like a this is part of my story. All right. What was uh, this cat's name again? Uh, Jenny Any Dots. I was Jenny Any Dots. Jenny Any Dots. Well, she's got dots, spots on her fur, right? She, yeah. That's how she looks, and that's where right. she gets her name. And um, she, uh, she is sort of known for, I don't know, being hilarious. Oh. She's just hilarious. She's sort of the comic relief in a show about a bunch of cats um, fucking right. until they die. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that last part, 100% accurate. <laughs> Um, I am going to give you 90% this time, Keith, because you left out one key. You only left out one key factor. Jenny uh-huh. Any Dots is a Gumby cat. Right. <laughs> Made of plastic. And what does that Made mean? Actually? Clay. It's in the, it's in the song. Uh, I don't actually you know what it means. I have no idea what it means. I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever really explored what a Gumby there, I'm, I, let me Google it real quick. She's she's technically uh, like the she's supposed to be the motherly cat. It's Rebel Wilson in the movie, and she's the one that eats the cockroach uh, that went viral. Right, but yeah, she. I mean, I'm seeing all the just, trailer clips of the movie because they were yeah. everywhere. <laughs> I don't think I've never heard an explanation of the Gumby cat. That's a. I think it's just. Yeah, the, I don't know. They just says in the song. They, they. I mean, they explain it in the song. He sits and sits and sits and sits, and that's what makes a Gumby cat. That's what makes a Gumby cat. It's, I guess she sits. She sits. A lot. That's it. That's what. That's, that's all it is. Gumby cat. That's all it is. I you know. Gumby cat. In the Wizard of Friendship, there's a lot of lore that we've built into it. That it's just part of the lore. You yeah. know, it's like you just expected to know what uh, a, a flim flam the sausage man is. He has his whole backstory. We know his backstory. And as you delve into the cats universe, as you delve into the Wizard of Friendship universe, you know you understand the lore a little bit better. Mm. Mm. So, so, all right. I, I, before we get to that, I want to come back to that point here because I actually do have some some Wizard mm. of Friendship cats questions. I think I heard some. Oh, there we I go. I heard some inspiration that maybe was there or maybe not there, and I'm very curious. But we got to do Grizabella okay. before we Wonderful. before we end this game, of course. Grizabella, who again sings memory, we know that, and uh, she dies. Mm-hmm. She dies, and she like floats up into the sky. Yeah, or something depends on the produ- right. depends on the production. So she, uh, how much money they have? Right, <laughs> she dies and like ascends because she 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 becomes the 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 cat of of Jellicleness, right? She mm-hmm. chose she she She's dies to be reborn. Choice. Yeah, I knew that, and that's why. She, and she, she seems like she's having a rough go mm-hmm. throughout the whole show, right? She's mm-hmm. sort of like shat on by all the other cats, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why she sings "Memory" because she is mm-hmm. willfully alone. Yeah. It's because Tugger rejected her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's what's the score? What's the scoring here? I'll give him. I'll give him a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. I gotta give my boy something. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for playing this game. This has been super fun to kind of go through. My was anyone pleasure. keeping track of the scores throughout the, the yeah, game? Yeah, I was. I was. I was. Keith's total okay. average. I did. No, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't, ta- don't, don't tell us. I, I want okay. it to be a mystery. Okay. Maybe someone can tweet at us. Hashtag Keith score. Hashtag mm. Keith score. I love it. Hashtag rum tum tugger Keith. Hashtag. The rum tum total. The rum tum total. Hashtag the rum tum total. <laughs> I love it. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back for more of The Wrong Cat Died. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I, so let's let's pivot to The Wizard Friendship because it, the album is it's hilarious. It's so fun. And there are a couple parts where I was listening to it and going, I'm assuming it's not Cats related. But there are some things where, since that's my knowledge of Broadway, is Cats. It's like, wow, I could see some inspiration here. But Huey, I want to start with that first part because part of Cats's rehearsal process is they actually go through the story with each character because you don't get like that much information to work off of. So when you all were producing your show, and you know, as you just said, you know, there's the lore. How much lore did you tell everybody before you went on stage? Not the audience, like with the actual cast members. A lot of the lore was developed as it went. Okay. On. You know, with a flip flop. Uh, but there's also so many. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. But if you see the show, you'll know. But we, we, there's so much of The Wizard of Friendship is really based off of our friendship mm. and our history and like who we are as people. So certainly as we were working on the show, as we we're working with the cast, like as we we're trying to explain, like, you know, this is why this thing is happening right now. Like, it's based off of this thing that actually happened. So there definitely was a lot of, like, lore discussion in that regard. And then uh, something that's very fun is we go to the land of Nofrendia, and the cast actually made our lore reality at the end. They, You know how you can, like, buy and name a star? Mm -hmm. uh, they actually named a star Nofrendia, so they made Nofrendia a real place, uh, which is was very, very sweet, but also, you know, like you said, we were building the lore. But yeah, I mean, we sort of, it was inspired by this old, a few things, both like Labyrinth and Wizard of Oz, obviously, mm -hmm. but also these old things called We Sing, which were direct to VHS, children's movies that told, taught you folk songs. And the children always get sent to a magical land where they learn basically little lessons about sharing and friendship. So uh, we wanted to make a sort of whimsical, ridiculous thing that actually did explore how adult friendships work and adult friendships are different than child's friendships is that in children you're told to be like you know you be nice to each other and you will be friends and be kind and that's true but as adults you all have your own lives and you're sort of done becoming who you are so part of being an adult friend is understanding the negative parts or or the and basically i have more favorable experiences with you than none so we are friends it's how much that. can you tolerate one another's silliness because you enjoy the positive so much more. And all of us, uh, we're very much brothers at this point. We get on each other's nerves from time to time, but uh, never so much that would stop us from being friends. Is there any, um, as you've kind of now gone through this process and you've had, you know, you have a finished product. Did you go back and realize that there's any moment from one of those childhood videos that you saw that was just like, wait, that was, that was it. That was part of it. Like, I know the inspiration came from it, but was there like an actual, like one, one scene or one thing mm -hmm. that came from it? Uh, well, I would say the costuming for Alex's tickle monster is really, really one-to-one -one a costume from We Sing Big Rock Candy Mountain specifically. Uh, and it was like the exact aesthetic, even like the giant bird in a man suit in, in that one is also like this goofy giant bird. So the characters from that one kind of exist in our show and the way that we sing in Sillyville, which is like they go and mm -hmm. they meet different pockets of people and learn little lessons from each pocket of people. Our show absolutely has that. We have like the depressed punks who we learn the lesson of depression. Don't cure depression. You just learn to live with it. And how do you do that? By filling your life with things that make you happy despite your sadness. Yeah. And uh, so it's very, very silly. But I think the depression song ended up being something that grew to have more importance than we realized when we first started staging it because mm. we even discovered the idea of you fill your life with distractions because you you're never not depressed if you have depression you you just have to learn to live with it and work through it and find things that make you happy regardless 
of that. And that was actually something that happened in figuring out how to explain that on stage was something we discovered through the process. Yeah, it kind of came up in the run, really, because it was like, yeah, you know, we'd been doing the show a couple of times and we sort of found that line like he was talking about, about sort of how, uh, you know, like we would it, it, it was a joke that we were making sort of in the scene, like, you know, Huey and Keith sort of improvised this bit about um, like, yeah, you're depressed. So just focus on your hobbies, uh, you know, like how you surf and box and how you got buried. <laughs> Uh, but it really did like, marriage, obviously being not not a hobby, but that's yeah. what's funny about it. Um, uh, so you know, like they, they would do that, and then it would cause me to sort of react a certain way, and like those lines would change every night, and all of a sudden, it, it like made it made the song make more sense in the scene. Yeah. I, I'm very curious about, you know, you've been doing musical comedy for a while and improv and all this like amazing stuff. And, you know, you guys are super well known. When was the, like the idea to pivot it to a musical, like to actually turn it into this like full story musical versus some of the other stuff where you've done in the past? Uh, we just, we were inspired definitely by the comedy specials in the pandemic, mm-hmm. Oberonum's Inside. And even before that, uh, Sack Lunch Bunch. And just thinking about like, truly we thought about the word comedy special and thought about what makes us special in terms of comedy musicians, like what makes us different. And what makes us different is how our shows are incredibly physical, very theatrical. Like in our concerts, I, I'll leave stage and come back as Santa Claus. Like uh, Huey will leave stage and come back as uh, a, a, a gay uh, club chili server. Uh, like we, we have all these like very theatrical moments in the show and we sort of realized we were doing musical theater even though we weren't doing a musical. Mm. So we thought, well, we should just do a musical and, and Alex really spearheaded the effort of writing a script that, that sort of wove through the songs we were performing on tour. We created this story, we uh, developed it and we did it in LA. We then took it and developed it more and brought it to New York and you know, we've been working on it for a year and a half at this point in some capacity, but, and we'll, we'll continue working on it. We'll, we'll take it on tour and next spring and it'll have changed slightly, but this album is, uh, the culmination of tons and tons of work. And the album also has narration tracks that help you guide through the musical storyline mm-hmm. still. So it really, it, it's halfway between a comedy am- album and, a you know, a cast Broadway album and just almost an audiobook, and it just catches you up on what's going on right now. <laughs> no, you can, having listened to it from start to finish, you can follow the story. Like you hear with the narration is cool. super, like it tells you, I, I, I like the wizard of Oz kind of inspiration. Cause that's how I felt listening to it of like, Oh, I'm going yeah, stage awesome. to stage. And then in between each one, instead of meeting, you know, the scarecrow, I'm meeting, I'm meeting the wicked waltz. You know, it's like, I'm getting something hilarious yeah. in between, which was, which was super fun. That's awesome. That's what we wanted it to feel like. Amazing. Yeah. What other, like, I know you said some of the shows, but like when you talked to, when you thought about musical and then you obviously brought in some of these incredible performers with you with the Wayne Brady's and Alex Brightman's, like what other inspirations, like, did you pull from a Katz and Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, Sondheim? Like, did you think about those things or did you really try to stick to your comedy yes. style? When we were producing the album, we definitely were very aware of musical theater. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a musical theater album. And so we, our jump genres and we tried to like honor the genre and really produce the music, you know, to sound cool and in whatever style that we're doing to sound authentic. And we're making a musical theater album. So we did want to, you know, pay homage, show our respect, like be a part of this world where if you're, you know, a hardcore theater person, you can really enjoy the, the sonic quality of our album. If you're not a hardcore theater person, you can really enjoy the sonic quality. Mm-hmm. And so there were certain, you know, Jay, who's who's our um, other co-producer, and he's phenomenal. He's a Grammy award-winning engineer. And we talked a lot about records we were listening to that were theater albums. We'd send each other records back and forth. And, you know, just catch, like, even for, uh, we have a song, Buy Our Merch. It was like, oh, we both were really drawn to songs that, you know, a lot of great theater songs start with just a piano. Mm-hmm. And our songs, we produce it, you know, there's so much sonic quality. But we were like, wait, we need to have one moment where it's just piano and vocals. So those those were definitely intentional decisions that yeah, we made. Love that. Yeah, and then in the staging of the musical, we really found ways to try to 
pay homage and also spear the tropes of musicals. So I'm a dick. We really leaned into the fact that it sounded like a Les Miserables lament. And so we have it in a spotlight and there's this hot dog costume. (laughs) It's a penis singing the sad song and the the background dances are incredibly dramatic and they move very slowly and stoically. And then by our merch, it's very much like this colorful explosion. It's a, you know, it's a first act finale and it's, it's sort of, it's kind of irrelevant to the plot, but it also is meant to make fun of the fact that all musicals really make their money by selling yeah. merch and by, and, and you want your fans to buy that wicked hoodie and the fans want to wear it. So they have, they will connect with someone on the street because they both wear a wicked hoodie. And then depression is meant to be a big bombastic, you know, opener of act two. You need a high energy thing that gets people back in. Um, we've actually wrapped up Alex's like his personal journey storyline. But we need something that brings us back into the second act that still touches on that and is a big group number ha- and has tap dance, right? you got to have tap mm-hmm. dance somewhere in the show. We've got to have um, our opening number, which is like very, very traditional, like name and lights Broadway, the stupid idea song. So we really tried to hit all those bullet points. And when we, when we staged them was the fun of figuring out how do we make this look like that music over this? Yeah. How do we make this look like that musical? Uh, and it was really quite fun. And then what was it like having, I mean, you brought in, I mean, Wayne Brady and Alex Reimer are two incredible improvisers and performers. Like how much did they add to your already, you know, incredible, like what, what you had started, like they come in and collaborate with you. What was it like having those two and everyone else that joined you? It was really cool to collaborate with them. And, and Deshaun Wesley is also mm, an incredible yeah. improviser as well. And, and he really got a chance to improvise um, in Giant Bird in a Man suit. He, he came in with some parts that he had written, and then he just gave us a bunch of takes in the studio, just sort of going through his style of commentating, and it was really cool. And Wayne and Alex, I mean, they're just, they're like, who's, who's, who's cooler and better than Wayne Brady and Alex Brightman <laughs> at doing this? So, you know, you get in the studio with guys like that, and for us, it's like, please, whatever you want to change about this, whatever choice you want to make, like, please, 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 please make it. And for them, it's cool because they were excited to be a part of our project and they appreciate, you know, the artistry that we bring. So they were also coming from a place of, we really want to do this the way that you guys intended when you wrote it. So everyone coming from that perspective and everybody on both sides being like, no, you should try something new. And then being like, no, we, I want to keep it this way. Like it all really came to this beautiful collaboration between us and them. Yeah, and you might think that because they're such great improvisers, they came in and the things that they would change would be lyrics. But actually, the things they changed were musical mm. decisions. Um, uh, Wayne really, uh, his like how he felt it musically should go yep. into the Wizard of Friendship solo, and we love that. Yep. And Brightman changed how the performance of his songs as well was performed compared to how we thought it. But they they all honored the lyrics, which is uh, super cool of them um and they just they found a way to make it theirs while still like you said honoring Mm -hmm. the work that we had done prior so you've mentioned les mis and wizard of oz and a couple others was there any cats inspiration alex you wrote everything you would you would know best (laughs) i'm thinking i'm thinking um i will say like the the um like turning into an evil thing like turning into the anus tickle monster was slightly inspired by cats and like the andrew lloyd weber mystic mysticism but nothing like in you know as directly like it was never like uh oh this song is exactly like uh you know memory or whatever <laughs> can i tell you where maybe, i heard maybe, it maybe a little bit in biomark where did you hear it so the wicked waltz feels a little bit not, I was not it feels like the ball because it's the ball's an orgy at, at its core and so the jellicle ball is an orgy and the wicked waltz the minute i started hearing the explanation i'm like this feels kind of jellicle ball i i mean i know that in staging that number it became quite a physical number that's something we like do on tour and i sing it and it's it's incredibly different. The touring version of that song and the musical version of that song couldn't be more different while actually sounding and being the same lyrics uh, because it's very uh, movement-based choreography mm-hmm. uh, in, in probably the closest choreography look to a Cats number because 
everyone is fully embodying all the monsters as we name them. So you're really hopping quickly through a very physical number and they were fully grinding on the ground <laughs> and it was a lot of floor work. It was really so funny because it was so uncomfortably sexy uh, and and while still being monsters. Yeah. It's probably the closest thing we have to a, a Cats-esque number. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Maybe maybe a little mm. bit in Keith and the band, too. Mm. Mm. How so on that one? Uh, just because... Or I, even, you know, the Wizard of Friendship song it also kind of has a little bit of Cats in it because I feel like Keith and the band... Uh, um, it, it's it's rock, but it's like it, it is kind of it's got Andrew Lloyd Webber rock mm. a little bit in it, uh, and what we're doing, sort of the whole narration almost of like you know singing about Keith and his life from two other characters. Mm-hmm. It's very Andrew Lloyd Webber and it's very Cats. Like in that moment, Keith almost is the rum tug tugger, and we're singing about how he's a curious cat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I, wow. I see that a little bit there. I think wow. Keith, you look honored to be called Rum Tum Tugger right there. I, I sure do. <laughs> I, I, I feel I'm so honored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Wizard of Friendship, you could say, is a little macavity esque. I heard some macavity in Modern Tortures, but I think it's because I was just thinking villain. Well, it's, it's, it's the wizard's number. Yeah. So. Yeah, I heard. I heard a lot of like. But the, what I'm saying is like. What, what what I'm saying is like the the song is about the wizard friendship, mm-hmm. sort of how McCavity is about McCavity. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, cats just really influences everything. People just don't know it. Mm. That's True. the key. That's the key. Mm. It's the reason we're here mm. still today. I, the reason I have mm. 100 plus mm. episodes talking about this crazy show that I had never seen until 2016. Wow. <laughs> um, we're going to do a little rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about cats cool. until I moved to New York. So the cats came through Indiana, but I didn't go. Um, let's do some rapid fire about cats. So each one of you, if you could go on and play one character in cats for one night, which character would you want to perform as? Mr. Mistopheles. Immediately. I love it. Keith? Uh, the funny one jenny any you're, you're in for jenny any dots now yeah i'd probably want to be the rum tug tugger tugger okay who are your favorite and least favorite cats characters uh favorite is mr mistopheles least favorite is rum rum tum tugger okay my favorite is uh, the railway cat. Uh, I can't get enough. And I don't prefer um, the orange one. Uh, Can I change the cat who I'd want to be? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'd want to be Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry. Oh, Oh, that's the one that's my least favorite. (laughs) Oh, plot twist. Plot twist. Wow. What a dick. You want to do the cartwheels across the stage and everything. Wow. Yeah, and I just... The good version of that song is awesome. Yeah. Um, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. (laughs) My least favorite cat is probably... uh, I don't know... I don't know. I, I like a lot of the cats. It's hard. It's that's such a hard question to answer. I guess McCavity, just because he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Get rid although, of McCavity. Uh, you know what? No. You know who my least favorite is? I'm going to say Buster for Jones. That's a, no. uh, uh, a good answer. It's a common answer. That cat hasn't come up. You know, honestly, that cat. There's a Royal Caribbean what? 90 minute version, cruise version of Cats, and Buster for Jones is not in it. So it's uh it's the first cat cut from productions. So yeah, of course choice. he is. Like, what's his, his whole thing? Is his whole thing, respectfully, is that he's fat. He's fat and he's rich. Like Uh-oh. that's my fat it, cat. It's just like, uh, yeah, fat cat. He's like the. You know what he's like? He's like the ANPTP who the writers are striking against right now. That's <laughs> Ooh, Buster Mitchell. That's wow, yeah. topical. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, and my favorite cat. My favorite cat will probably always be Mr. Mistopheles. I wouldn't want to play him because he doesn't really get to sing. 
but yeah. come on, he's got that amazing outfit, and he's I mean, of you course, guys, you did it for three years, so for Halloween, so yeah. I, you know, he gets I to, did it in the, he gets to do the, yeah, he gets to do the 360 on the roller skating, uh, <laughs> pipe, half pipe, yeah, he yes, does the, the loop, yeah, the we're loop combining loop. a lot to Andrew Lamar yeah. shows here, yeah, he's yeah. the, he's, he's the cat that sings ACDC, yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, Prince Charming. Okay, mm. um, if you could, if you could add one of the cat's characters to Lou Burger, who would you want to bring on with tour with you? I would like to bring uh, uh, Guy Branzella. No, she um, the one who sings "Memory." <laughs> Grisabella. 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 Yes, Grisabella. I would like to bring her. I, and the, when I Wikipedia'd her while we were talking about her earlier, I saw that she was Lloyd. <laughs> uh, that that I, might be, that like might be the most memorable song. Heavily debated because she abandons her family, so mm. I'm not sure I'd call her loyal. She Ooh. comes back though. That's the the arc of the story. Ooh, well, it's I'd, too late. I've already given my bring, answer, but I I would bring Gus the theater cat on tour with us. What? There's a theater cat? Gus the theater cat. Yeah. Well, that would be mm-hmm. the obvious. Okay. <laughs> You would uh, love Gus Scrimble Shanks. Cat. I bet I would. Scrimble Shanks because he's the railway cat. Because so often we're renting cars and flying, and maybe we oh. should be taking the train. Yeah, you know, to get around. Maybe he could show us how to get to our destinations a different way that's maybe more economical. He'll keep you in order for sure. Good idea. Okay. Good idea. Yeah. Great. 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 So this ones. is this is the thesis of this podcast is that I don't think Grizabella is the right jellical choice. So I'd love to hear if you want to mm-hmm. defend Grizabella or if you want to pick any other cats. And I'm going to tell you that the fact that y'all didn't know Gus is one of the most common choices, non Grizabella. So I'm excited to hear if you want to pick somebody else or if you want to defend Grizabella. So we want to choose the one who we think should be reborn other than if, if we, if we think that someone else should have been reborn other than Grizabella. Correct. Who would you, who would be your jealous? Should we choice? give, should we give Keith, should, should we give Keith and Huey a couple of the names that haven't been said? Just no, so I, 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 I think Grizabella. I think Grizabella is my choice. I'm doing. I'm. I'm perusing the fuck out of this Wikipedia page <laughs> right now, and I feel I like Keith, paragraph and a half in, she should be the Jellicle chat cat. Yeah, I mean, Keith, I, I just personally give you, think. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Well, I just want to give you your options before you make a decision, Keith, because there's some great cat options. You've got Monkus Trap, you've got Pounceable, you've got Rumpus Cat, uh, and you've also got Jelly Lorem. We haven't talked at all about Jelly Lorem. There's Jemima and etc. cetera, uh, and Carbuckety. So, you Can't know, you've got um, Tantamile. I'm going to go with Rumpus Cat because when you... Isn't there something like a rumpus room in your house, which is like for all the fun? So I think, you know, the Jellico cat should be a cat that's going to be bringing fun and mm. youth into their next life, into being mm. reborn. This, mm. this, you know, the, the memory cat, she's so sad. Mm. Do we really need another sad cat to be born? No. We need a happy cat, one that would even have a rumpus good time. So I got to go for Rumpus Cat. It's oh, actually personally always been my secret fave. And I think that he should have died to be reborn to see a sequel. Finally, a sequel. Cats 2. Cats 2. Oh. Rumpus Returns. Uh, I would go. <laughs> the Return of the Rump. Um, I, I would go with Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser over Grizabella. Yeah, I mean. Well, you're allowed I, to I do two like, cats. Well, they're sort of a unit. Mm. I like cat the, dog. Sort of a unit. Like, <laughs> I think there's no rules. They're both like you know they but yeah, and they're they're it's like they're sort of two calico looking cats, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like they get they get a lot of heat because they sort of seem like McCavity's little you know uh, crones, um, but mm. I feel like if they just had another chance at life with like maybe a better human they could mm-hmm. really just you know i i think they'd be more like my my kitties um mm. my my cats uh mm. and taxi and 
they you know they just need they really you know they they cause mischief they knock things off the shelf and right you know, break ming bosses but they just needed the right person to give them the right amount of love yeah and they would have they That's... would have been kind and i think i think if they had been the jellicle choice it would have solved everything They're, they'll get that mm. in cats too the Finally, yeah. the return of the rumpus. Return of the rumpus. Yeah. Well, this has been so awesome. How can um, people stay in touch with you? Find you on social media, and we'll put everything in the description as well. Yeah, check us out uh, at Lou Burger, L E W B E R G E R, our YouTube channel. Uh, we have lots of great stuff coming through the pipeline. You'll see music videos for some of the singles. It'll drop early, but then the album drops on twenty third, which is Friday. We'll also have some more music videos coming out after that. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. On TikTok, it's Blueburger Music. That's the only difference. And then you can find me at Keith Habs. You can find Huey at Huey Stonefish. And you can find Alex Lewis Alex. at I, the number eight, a thumbtack on Twitter and beyond. I love it. Thank you all for humoring me through the cats going through all this fun uh the album is incredible and i'm so excited you, for everybody to get to to hear it thanks thanks, thanks. yeah thank we're really excited about it and thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the wrong cat died the podcast breakdown the catastrophe to follow along you can subscribe on apple podcast spotify stitcher or any of us to listen to podcasts follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at the wrong cat died or check out our website the Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.